Today, of course, is budget day, but the uh, Tories, as you just heard Danny talk about at the uh, top of the hour in the newscast, are looking at perhaps stalling today's budget. It, of course, traditionally set for four. We're now hearing it might be 4.30, maybe as late as even six. This is all uh, due to uh, Andrew Shear saying that he's going to use basically every tool available to him, every tool in the toolbox to try to hold the liberals accountable when it comes to the SNC-Lavalin affair. But we are still expecting the budget sometime later this afternoon. And we want to get a breakdown on uh, what to not only expect in today's budget, but uh, just talk about the Canadian economy as a whole. Good chance to maybe uh, have an overlook and see where we're standing Michael Manjuris is the chair of global management studies at Ryerson University, and he joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Manjuris, good afternoon, and I appreciate you joining us. Hi, Jeff. All right. As somebody who studies economics, uh, I wanted to start with kind of a 30,000-foot view, if we could. (laughs) If I asked you to pick one of the following, great, average, or poor, just how would you classify the Canadian economy right now? Uh, Moving from great to average. I think that what we're seeing started pretty much the fourth quarter in 2018 as we're starting to see a little bit of a slowdown in our economic activity up here in Canada. All right, because uh, there has been some talk. I've seen some people uh, saying that we're actually teetering on the brink of recession. So if you're saying we're great bordering on good, uh, I would say recession obviously is poor or even worse than poor. So so what's your take? Are we really kind of on the brink of a recession? I don't think we're on the brink of recession. I think recession is always possible. I think if something like that's going to happen it's probably not till early 2020 but i think more likely what we're we're going to see is something called a soft landing and the reason i say that is you know of all the economic indicators that are out there um one of the strong ones that remains is our our labor market and the fact that we still have a relatively low unemployment rate of 5.8 percent and that seems to be pretty steady so if there is to be i think more of an economic slowdown where we're going to see flat or very modest growth, that's more likely, that's why I call it a soft landing, than any kind of severe recession. Although I do know there's some economists out there that are talking about recession, but there's a lot of stars that have to line up before that happens. But what exactly has to happen for us to uh, possibly uh, see that, as you mentioned, maybe uh, even late this year? Well, we'd have to see uh, sort of an extreme slowdown in the global economy, particularly the Chinese economy, who supplies a lot of our commodities and natural resources. We'd have to see you know, the trade dispute going on between the U.S. and China sort of ramp up or continue even even further. Um, and for us here in Canada, there'd have to be a, a real collapse in oil prices because that would generally affect, you know, uh, the uh, economic picture out west. And I don't think that that collapse in oil prices is going to happen. I mean, the uh, people in OPEC, what's called OPEC Plus, have been pretty disciplined in, in maintaining their supply control measures and we've seen sort of an uptick in the price of oil. It's up sort of in the high 50s at the moment. And I think that bodes well for us. One of our advantages here in Canada is we have a very diverse economy. So, you know, when economic news covers one region of our country, it's sort of a positive news for the other region of our country. So like, given that fact, I think we're going to see, as I said earlier, more of a soft landing, if nothing more than just a slowdown in growth. Okay, I also mentioned earlier, just a second ago, basically the employment rate. Is that the key indicator? What else do you look at? Do you keep your eye on when you're evaluating the Canadian economy? Well, the, you know, there is a possibility that, for example, the budget coming out today, um, you know, we're going to see, for sure, I call it an election goodies kind of budget. But what we're not going to see, which I'm, I'm sorry to say, is we're not going to see any kind of tax cuts. 
um, particularly for businesses. And if we did see that, that would be a real big stimulus to help us continue robust growth. So probably as a result, we'll see our dollars start to weaken over the course of the year. But I don't think that's all bad news. For anybody that exports and, and around the GTA, that's the agricultural sector, the auto parts sector, and of course, auto vehicles. But even for filmmakers, you know, a lower dollar is good news because it, give, it gives us a more competitive edge uh, when competing for customers in other parts of the world. So that's kind of good news for some of us. And if anybody really is relying on importing, then it's not such great news. But overall, I think it would help us. But that'd be another indicator I would look for. Well, you mentioned the dollar, and I was reading uh, some commentary uh, last night that suggested that we could see a 62-cent loony. I mean, we're currently, uh, I think, somewhere, what, in the mid-upper 70 range. So uh, could the dollar, could the loony really drop that low, do you think? Uh, anything's possible, but I don't think that's likely. Um, 62 cents would be our record. We, we, you know, quite a few years ago did hit 62 cents. But that's the lowest it's ever been, and I think that's very unlikely. I, I think the typical range that we're looking at is kind of 71 cents to 79 cents as a possibility by the end of the year. 79 seems unlikely as well, particularly if we don't get any kind of tax breaks. I do think there'll be some type of weakening only because I don't think there's much room to raise interest rates over the next few months. And by not doing that and having the U.S. dollar continue to strengthen because of what's going on in the States, it's really not what we're doing that weakens our dollar. It's what they're doing. In other words, the U.S. dollar strengthens against us. So probably we're going to sit around, I'm going to say 73, 74 cents, which is a little bit lower than where it is now. Um, and as I say, for some people, some sectors of our economy, that actually is good news. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's kind of good news, bad news, as you were mentioning a second ago about the diversity of our industries. And uh, really, when the loony goes low, and we saw that uh, before, as you mentioned, that uh, it forces you know Canadians to, to stay at home, shop at home, maybe uh, travel uh, within Canada instead of abroad. That's right. And all those things help to stimulate our own economy. And, and again, because we have people working in these sectors, as the demand worldwide goes up because our loony is cheaper, that, that helps, again, reinforce a stronger labor market. And so that part's good news. Okay, today's budget expected to once again include a, a lot of spending, as you alluded to, really not a novel concept when it's an election year. But when you look at the state of the economy and where we are right now at kind of that uh, – you know, great to sliding to uh, average. Is this what the Canadian economy needs? I understand that, you know, this is also a political document as much as an economic uh, document, particularly here in an election year. But spending, is that what we need or you'd rather see tax cuts? Uh, I prefer tax cuts because I believe, you know, I believe what's coming up is, uh, you know, our economy has been, been growing because we've had business investment and because we consumers have been spending money. We borrowed money because we've had cheap money. And we've been spending it. However, I think what's coming in, in sort of the rest of 2019 is business investment is going to cool, partly because we're not quite sure what's happening with the new NAFTA or international trade in general. But I also think that we're going to have less consumer spending as we decide to start to pay off some of our debt. So we need government to kind of step in and become the stimulus to our, to our economy moving forward, even a little bit. The advantage the government also has right now is because we have more people working, they have more tax dollars in their coffers. And believe it or not, they have, because of some of the import tariffs that we've imposed uh, retroactively against the United States in steel and aluminum, they've also got money from those tariffs, close to a billion dollars. So they have a little bit in the purse to perhaps spend that they wouldn't have had otherwise. And as you said a moment ago, this document becomes more political. And so they're going to do it because they want to get reelected. 
All right, and speaking of that, just final point here. It was back in 2015 when the Liberals were elected. They promised to uh, balance the budget by this year, by this time. It looks like that is not going to happen. Just looking uh, economy-wise, economically, is it starting to become a bit of a concern? Uh, You mentioned consumer debt. Uh, What about the debt that the government is racking up? Is that starting to become a bit of a concern for the Canadian economy? Not yet, but I think it will if it continues to grow the way it has been, say, in the next 12 months. Um, And I I think you'll hear from a finance minister, Minister Monroe, uh, I think you're going to hear him say, uh, not, hey, we have a balanced budget, but he's going to say, hey, our deficit is less than we originally planned. And that's going to be the good news he's going to try to get across. So the balanced budget idea has gone out the window simply because the the Liberals have decided it's their turn to stimulate the, the economy, much like I was mentioning before. So I think really what we're going to hear is that it's, the deficit is lower than it was, but I don't think we're going to hear any any um, discussion related to a balanced budget, perhaps until the election call, where the Conservatives will probably raise it as an issue. So not in the near future, we're not going to see it. All right, just finally, before I let you go, Michael, uh, what's the one thing you're going to be looking for or listening for when the budget's unveiled? Uh, we think, anyway, as the Conservatives, it sounds like trying to uh, hold it up, uh, but it's supposed to happen as late as 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, is there one thing that you'll really be looking for or listening out for? Well, I, I have heard, as we all have, you know, that there's uh, probably going to be something in the budget to help uh, new homeowners and to provide a little bit of a stimulus because they're calling it uh, affordable real estate. I would like to see something related to, you know, uh, incentivizing businesses to advance their investments here in Canada. And by, by investment, I mean, you know, building plants or building up inventory or just building, you know, the ability of their business to be more competitive. I'd like to see something along those lines. I just haven't heard anything yet. So that's what I'll be looking for. All right. Michael Manjuris, Chair of Global Management Studies at Ryerson University. Really appreciate the discussion and the time. Thanks so much, Michael. And thank you for having me. You're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.